Hey everyone, thanks for joining me today. On the last episode, we talked about faith and defining faith as taking God at his word. Today, I want to share with you some practical steps that you can take in your everyday life to help activate your faith, or at least share some steps that help change my life. Once I began to put these steps into motion, I saw radical change in how we truly can live the victorious life he's chosen for us to live. This will be part one of a part two series. Father, we thank you for this miracle of a new day and a chance to start fresh. Lord, we thank you that your blessings are renewed every day. Father, I don't know what you've planned for me today, but I do know that with you, everything is possible. Father, I thank you that there is rest knowing that the day is yours and that you are in complete control. Let your Holy Spirit flow through me and guide me along your chosen path today, Lord. Give me your strength, energize my spirit, and fill me with joy. Cleanse my mind and remove any negative thought the devil will try and throw my way today. We give you all the glory, all the honor, and all of the praise in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. When we get to know God, really know him, it fills us with hope and confidence because you realize he's greater than any situation you will ever encounter. Understanding God's incredible love for us allows us to relax and trust him in every area of our lives. So what's the first step? The first key to activating your faith is, well, we need to develop it. Faith needs to be strengthened through exercise. How do we get to know people? Well, we have to talk to them. We need to spend time with them. It's the same with God. We need to begin to open our mouths, spending time in his presence, to begin speaking to God to build that relationship with him. God loves, loves us and wants to hear from us. All we need to do is open your mouth. Psalm chapter 145, verses 18 and 19. The Lord is near to all who call on him, to all who call on him in truth. He will fulfill the desires of those who fear him. Jeremiah chapter 33, verse 3. Call to me and I will answer you and show you great and mighty things which you do not know. Philippians chapter 4, verse 6. Be anxious for nothing but in everything by prayer and supplication. With thanksgiving, let your requests be, be, be made known to God. An intimate relationship with Jesus gives us fresh revelation of the power of God. This empowers us to overcome any situation in our lives with God's help. If you want a relationship with him, it can't just be an option. You must make time and talk with him every day. Start today. Spend time in God's presence and talk to him. See, when we pray, we are voicing our thoughts to God. Although he already knows our thoughts, but by voicing those thoughts, we begin to build that relationship with him. Remember, there is power in the tongue. Our words are our superpower. There are places that we go in prayer that we've never imagined. These places draw us closer to God, his goodness, his power, and his promises for us. When you have a relationship with him, you can talk to him like he's your very best friend and ask him to reveal his love and character to you in a much greater way. If we truly knew how much God loved us and was for us, we'd talk to him all day long. God promises that when we turn to him in prayer, he will give us answers and guidance. Take a look at Matthew chapter 7, verse 7. Ask, and it shall be given you. Seek, and ye shall find. Knock, and it shall be opened unto you. Where do you want your relationships to go this year? Commitment, work, talking, listening, and adjusting our behaviors and attitudes are all necessary to build relationships. Let's be honest, our behaviors can sometimes get in the way. But if we want to build or mend a relationship with someone we really want a relationship with, you must do what you need to do in order to fix it. You need to spend time with them. You need to talk to them. 
no matter what you've done or where you're from or what you're going through, he will answer you. He doesn't hold grudges. He has no record of your past, according to 1 John 1, verse 9. God will be faithful to forgive our sins and make us righteous again if we confess. By conforming our lives and behavior to his command, we can build a stronger relationship. When we spend time in prayer and modifying our behaviors to match his word, and when we confess our sin when we are made aware of it, you'll see your relationship God can get closer. That's why it's so important to surround yourself with others who are doing the same thing. Fellowship with other believers is crucial. It's essential to grow in your faith because you become encouraged and it strengthens you. Don't get me wrong, we all have bad moments, but spending time in his presence or talking with other believers will help lift you up. They help us to keep our eyes on God. God also works through them to provide what we need in darker times. Coming together with others can aid in our healing process and gives us the encouragement to move forward. Take a look at Hebrews chapter 10, verse 24 and 25. Gathering together gives us the opportunity to spur one another toward becoming more like Christ, which builds our relationship with God. If you listen to my testimony episode, you know that I battled with depression for a long time. As far as attempting to commit suicide two times, low self-esteem, and just not really a person that anyone wanted to be around. Trying to do things my own way. You see, the devil wants us to think about the things we can't do. He wants us to compare ourselves to others and focus on our weaknesses. But see, when you have a relationship with him and come together in his presence with other believers, you can lean on his strength. He is Jehovah Jireh, my provider, Jehovah Rapha, my healer, Jehovah Nisi, our victory. It reminds us that no matter where we are in the world, when you're in his presence or meet another believer, it's like you suddenly feel at home in and with him. He wants us to come together so that we always know that we're not alone. Spend time in his presence. Spend time with other believers in his presence. If you're not already, get planted into a local church, which ties into my next key of activating your faith, which is through the word of God. Romans chapter 10, verse 17, faith comes by hearing and by hearing the word of God. The desire of God for us is to be children filled with his life-giving word. God longs for us to experience joy, purpose, and peace of faith founded on his word. The more you say God's word, the more you will believe it. And the more you will believe it, the more you will say it. We plant seed to the words we speak. What we say comes back to affect our own heart, our own spiritual condition, and ultimately what we invite back into our lives. Confessing the word of God instead of that negative situation will greatly help stir up your faith. Put yourself around like-minded people. Sorry to say, but if you have that one friend who's always bringing you down, bye. If they're too busy talking about that same negativity that does not line up with the word of God, what are you really doing? Let's be honest, we tend to become more like those we hang around. It's so much harder to resist temptation to sin when those around you are already doing it. That's why you have to eat the word of God, put the word of God in your heart, and watch this change the way that you are change the way that you speak, and change the way that you respond to difficult situations and challenges. It's God's word to us, like literally God's word to you and me. It gives direction on the purpose of your life. 2 Timothy chapter 3, verse 16. All scripture is breathed out by God and profitable for teaching, for reproof, for correction, and for the training in the righteousness, that the man of God may be complete, equipped for every good work. 
We all have faith in something, but what our faith depends on is what or who we're listening to. The Word of God is a faith builder. The more you hear it, the more, the more encouraged you are in your faith. My third key to activating your faith is through praise. Praise makes things happen. Your faith isn't complete without praise and thanksgiving. Colossians chapter 2, verse 7. You abound in faith with thanksgiving. Praise affects you. It affects the devil and it affects God. It touches everything and every part of your life. Living a life of praise is not only the most enjoyable way to live, but it's also one of the most powerful ways to change your life and to change your circumstances. Praise opens the gates of heaven and the doors to blessing. Praise dissipates worry and dilutes concern and fear. Praise tarnishes sadness and magnifies goodness. Praise is one of the languages of faith. Praise capitalizes on who truly matters. It focuses on our Lord. Praise is the answer. Praise brings us so much closer to God. Praise is key. We can't walk with God without walking in praise. Psalm 100 verses 1 through 5. Make a joyful noise to the Lord all the earth. Serve the Lord with gladness. Come into its presence with singing. Know that the Lord, he is God. It is he who made us and we are his. We are his people and the sheep of his pasture. Enter his gates with thanksgiving and his courts with praise. Give thanks to him. Bless his name for the Lord is good. His steadfast love endures forever and his faithfulness to all generations. Psalm 106 verse 1. Praise the Lord. Oh, give thanks to the Lord, for he is good, for his steadfast love endures forever. Psalm 69, verse 30. I will praise the name of God with a song. I will magnify him with thanksgiving. Praise is the key to the door of joy. Praise is the key to the joy of peace. Praise is the key to the door of love. Praise is so powerful. When we praise, God is right there with us. He shows up in a big way. He dispenses that joy. He dispenses that peace. Praise puts and keeps you in his presence and it sends away negativity, including fear and worry. You can't be in God's presence and not experience peace. Have you ever tried to praise him and not smile? Praise destroys walls. It tears down the walls of frustration, the walls of failure, the walls of self-shame, the walls of loss, and the walls of sadness. Praise is, is a destroyer of negativity. It takes down and it builds things up. It takes down the enemy and it builds up God. It cries out victory and it sings of the love and the blessings of the Lord. We may not feel joyful, but Galatians 5.22 tells us the fruit of the Spirit is joy. If we have the Holy Spirit, we have joy. We may not feel that joy, but we can choose to lift our hands to God by faith. Learning to praise God even when everything is going badly will change your heart, making your praise more and more effective. Hallelujah. We'll continue with part two on the next episode. Until then, start talking to God. Get in his presence. Get in his word every day. What's the first thing you do when you wake up? Do you pick up the phone and scroll through Facebook or Instagram? How about when you wake up, begin talking to God? Lord, I thank you for this day. Lord, I'm declaring today is going to be a great day, a phenomenal day, Lord, a phenomenal day of blessings, provisions, and all of God's goodness towards me, even when you don't feel like it. Lord, I thank you for this day. Lord, I'm declaring today is going to be a great day, a phenomenal day, a phenomenal day of blessings, provisions, and all of God's goodness towards me. Just begin to praise him for what he's done. Watch your attitude change. You'll break that hold. 
I love you. I hope you were blessed by this today. Share it with a friend, repost on Facebook or Instagram, and we'll see you on the next episode.